0: This episode of the PC Perspective Podcast is brought to you by Harry's. For guys who want a great shave experience for a fraction of what you're paying now, go to harrys.com. And now Harry's is offering a free trial set, just pay shipping, by using code PCPer at checkout. Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 423 being recorded on November 2nd, 2016. I'm Ryan Shrout. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom.
1: I'm Josh Walrath, And I'm Alan Malmantano.
0: And uh, welcome to the new and improved <laughs> PC Perspective <laughs> Podcast. so
1: different. In a
0: brand new location. Clearly, you can tell from everything around us yeah. uh, that we're in a brand new spot, 1.6 miles from our previous spot. Uh, Which made moving... Uh,
1: it's like a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. Made moving relatively simple.
0: Yeah. We did a lot... Like, not as much packing as much as, like, set things down in the back of a 27-foot U-Haul, drive real slow over to the other place, and carefully un- unpack it or, or move it off here. Now, I- I- well, maybe I'll show, turn the camera around after, after the podcast and the after show, but, it, like, this place is a disaster right now. Yep. As you would expect. It's amazing how much stuff we had crammed into a 1,200-square-foot area. Yeah. And how... I don't feel like, like, I remember when I, we moved it all in, I looked at it and I got, I said, we should have bought someplace twice as big as this.
1: <laughs> like, once everything gets put away, it'll be. Yeah. Once
0: know. things just are kind of like spri- sp- sprawled out on the floor, I guess it will be a little bit better. Um, and then you can
1: start on the second layer. Yeah. I, I mean, where where everything that was put here was like, Zero height. <laughs> Nothing was based on height. It was just spread everything well, the, the out thing on the thing that worried me is
0: we built all those shelves in that storage room.
1: Yeah, and we're not using them the right way yet. they've
0: got stuff on them. It's That's not true. organized well, but they've got stuff on them. And then yep. like... I keep looking at like all of our existing shelving units, and there's not anything not on them. Yeah. Like we didn't move. I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of uh, uh, Ryan. Ryan did this awesome
1: power move with the with the shelving units, just by buying a bunch of plastic wrap and just wrapping around the shelving units because shelving (laughs) units are on wheels. Right. And just roll the whole dang shelf up into the truck with everything still on.
0: I was like, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna take everything off these shelves and put them in boxes. So stretch stretch wrap it was around it and like whatever rustles around and may get broken whatever it happened I haven't don't, I don't found anything broken I, yet. I haven't seen anything yet either uh, the only potential mistake is our processor shelf
1: <laughs> should
0: <laughs> should have been uh, cleaned out separately yeah, it, it turned um, into a game of plinko uh, but luckily you know Intel processors they don't have pins yeah. AMD processors. Not they've so got much. pins. They do have pins, but you know, we don't use them as often. That's so true. there's that. You know, there's there's a little bit of advantage there. Um, so there was a story I was gonna tell before yeah. we actually started. What was it? I forgot now. Josh, what was I
1: why are you asking me these things? So I save it for, for the podcast. Talking about the church. Something about the church.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't remember what it was now. I said, oh, wait, I'll tell this story. We'll, uh, we'll save it for the podcast. No. I don't know. Yeah, somebody's asking the chat. We got our fiber line in on last Monday, so we had it for just over a week. seems to be working uh, fine. Still running a bunch of cables and figuring out where power outlets are going to be installed and all that type of stuff. Um, so there's there's that. Uh,
2: yeah, all, all I asked was, how is the new
1: space? Oh, yeah, and that's what you okay, said. Okay, well I explained gonna, it then. Yeah,
0: it's
2: here. And how about the carpet? It's fine. Did it's you great. patch in that spot with yeah. the
0: accent color? We d- we did patch it in, and then uh, yesterday, the day before, Alan cut it so that it fit perfectly in it and glued it down. And yeah, all actually, that of stuff,
1: it a- so. so it's actually the same level as the rest of the carpet yeah. now. So did you just- apply a shoe polish to it to try to match? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, actually, it actually, it actually kind of makes more sense now it's like this is the set area
0: yeah it doesn't look awful like if we had any other thing set up on this section it would look stupid because we have this gray industrial carpet yeah and then it goes into like a home carpet of like kind of a nicer nicer brownish tan stuff uh but now it just looks like oh this is the spot they designated for that so Mm -hmm. you know we'll say it was on purpose uh but yeah everything's up and running we've got tons of space we're just trying to figure out how to do it all i've got a ton of stuff to catch up on in terms of content and Articles and stories and videos to do, so I don't know when we're going to get into like actually taking advantage of the news space, but uh, hopefully it'll 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 be soon. Uh, all right, so uh, we do record the show live on Wednesday nights. If you are not watching us, it's Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific at PCPro.com/slash/live. If you need a little reminder, you can go to this page here. Um, which will uh, ask you for your name and your email address. And we send you a little notification uh, that just says, hey, you know, we're going to do this live stream, blah, 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 sign in, uh, hang out, talk in the chat room. Sometimes it's – most of the time it's just our weekly podcast. Every once in a while we do other events uh, where we'll have people in from out of town. Or yeah, we'll and, doing and don't gaming be events.
2: offended if you get an email back that asks, what's your mother's maiden name and the name of your first pet? <laughs> just go ahead and answer those. Send it back. <laughs> Yeah and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll use those as, as security questions for uh the PC per mailing,
0: mailing list. It, it's 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 very true. I can't. Yeah. I got I got I got nothing for it. Um, uh, but we will gladly accept stolen credit card data. No, we won't. No, no, Josh, don't collect that. Um, also, don't forget, we do have our uh, Patreon campaign running. Um, that is at patreon.com slash pcper. Uh, that's your way to, if you feel like, hey, the, they, they finally did the move, let's, let's give them uh, a little bit of bump here because we're going to have to like double or triple our light output. Uh, because what that we did before true. was we kind of like cheated and rotated lights to the other set. And now we won't be able to do that because we've got so much more space we have to fill in new lights. Uh, also, surprise cost. Uh, the ceilings are significantly higher. Yeah. So I my light pole extensions that hang the cameras from the ceiling aren't long enough anymore. So I had to buy a bunch of new uh, light pole <laughs> extensions. It's these little things that kind of like, oh, uh, the wall outlets are further separated. Did you know you could buy 25-foot ATX power cables? Like standard power supply power cables? Yeah. It's pretty long cable. It's yeah, yeah. It is. It's only nine bucks each, though. So you know, hey, thanks, China. Um, just a a lot of things like that are uh, are still being worked out. And also, what we are doing is we're figuring out like, hey, we have uh, a lot of extra tables and desks we weren't using before that we can now have space to utilize. So, and again, if you uh, make a contribution for the first time or update your contribution, increase it while we record the live stream. I will read your name off here. Um, so yeah, without the, without the Patreon, uh, uh, that we have going at to this point, we wouldn't have been able to actually move into this, this type of space. So it will so, so do you have do a hot cool
2: area for me to stay in when Not yet. my wife kicks me out? Not yet. We, we got a bathroom and shower. We've got yeah? two
0: bathrooms. There's no shower yet, but I want to put one. Uh-huh. I'm going to, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the second bathroom and just actually make it like a shower area, like a so, shower. So room. the
1: woman's bathroom is going to get a shower.
0: I think about it's about going a, to be the men's bathroom will turn into the shower because it's got the urinal on it, which kind of sets up, mm. I don't know, spacing-wise. Can, can you make it kind of a shower sauna? I could. I could do that. There's I mean, there oh, you're be, talking. There there's nothing rooms. like you
2: know, a nice uh,
0: – I think the room is small enough that it would be a sauna anyway. after
2: the podcast. <laughs>
1: It'll be
0: right there. Uh, but I do have a room with a door. It has a gross carpet in it that I haven't replaced yet. Uh, but that could be your room, Josh, when you want to hang out. Okay. So, there's that. Uh, oh, and a, and a quick. Let's do a quick uh, summary here of the PC per VLAN. If you missed it, you suck. Present company included. That uh, we had that uh, on Saturday, Jeremy. What was uh, what was the, the kind of output here? We gave away a lot of stuff. I know.
3: Oh yeah, uh, there were well over fifty attendees constantly. I think they peaked out just over ninety. Nice. Uh, and it went for a very long time. Uh, there were a bunch of prizes from the two longstanding uh, supporters of this VLAN, which is AMD. They give away an FX 8350 with a Wraith cooler nice. and an RX 480. Nice. Uh, Epic Games also showed up again uh, with their fancy little Epic and Unreal grab bags of a whole bunch of old stuff from Epic Studios. That If you've seen any of the pictures of it, it's yeah, it's not the most valuable thing, but it's pretty damn neat.
0: I'm jealous of that. Yeah, you know, I, I like. I've seen some. That of it. would be some pretty cool memorabilia to have. So,
3: yeah, I, I, and some of it's signed <laughs> by some of it the old would team. Be all
0: within arm's
2: reach of me if I had it here. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And then you guys tossed in uh, headsets, cases, Z one seventy, an X ninety nine, GTX ten sixty. I all in all, the I think it was about ten prizes you guys gave away. So. If you didn't show up, not only did you miss a bunch of good gaming, you missed a chance to win some pretty good prizes.
0: We will have another one in the not-too-distant future, so uh, oh. uh, pay attention to the website and to this podcast for, for that. <clears throat> all right, let's get into our uh, reviews for the week. Um, Light week, actually.
1: Well, Light, we Light week, busy.
0: Light week on content. <laughs> um, we did do a lot of stuff on this side in terms of moving and all that. But uh, Sebastian did get a review up of the Logitech Prodigy g uh, G231 gaming he- headset on this. Um, this is part of Logitech's uh, uh, budget brand, the, the Prodigy brand that they created. It's really meant to like, hey, we're going to create three accessories that are 69 bucks a piece. And they're going to be pretty good quality for, for what you get. Uh, there's obviously going to be some feature and quality differences compared to their really expensive parts. Um, but the G two thirty one actually, Sebastian gave an his choice to. Came away pretty impressed. Um, he even said that like the so this is this is analog only. It's not digital. Um, you know, it's it's plastic all around in terms of ear cups, the headband, and all that type of stuff. Uh, the the microphone does flex a little
1: bit, but it doesn't like extend out. You just kind of fold it up. So by analog only, I mean it doesn't even come with a a DAC or anything? Uh,
0: I don't think it does actually. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it comes with a DAC. It comes with a splitter so you can use it. Uh, it has a single cable, like a four, is a four pole. So you can use it with like an Xbox controller. Yeah. Uh, and then it has a splitter so you can plug it into your computer as a, uh, headphones and and microphone, you know, input on, on, on those different ones. Um, $69. Sixty nine bucks. Actually, I got to correct that. When he wrote this, it was actually on sale for forty nine, but it is sixty nine dollars again. Uh, and they we'll shouldn't have rated it there. so high. They were jacked it up because of that. Yeah, well, sixty nine dollars was the expected MSRP on this. It's just a matter of you know, sometimes people have sales at the wrong times, or the, you know, there's never a wrong time to have sale. But yeah, for the as the author of the thing, you know, he said these are really comfortable. Um, uh, all things considered, uh, soft enough. Ear, ear cut pads were generous and soft enough to provide good com- uh, comfort breathable cloth material on them um you know he did compare them again to the g uh, 633 and 933 um the but the, the, like those are significantly higher priced. they're a little bit more uh expensive and, and they're better because of it um what are you doing over here i'm just changing the hockey you know what i'm saying hockey right. mm-hmm. no it's play. baseball tonight not hockey
1: the yeah. one that's the one that's closer for me to hit okay
0: you're gonna screw up everything else for when he comes back. Top of the seventh, one out. There six you to go. Three. Just letting you know. Thank you. Six to three still. I appreciate it. <sighs> um, the microphone sounded pretty good. It, like you can see here, it does have the the flex in it, so you can move it away from you or to you. Uh, the the cable is about six, just over six feet. Um, and the Y splitter is is theirs. What does have inline volume and mute buttons, which is which is a nice, nice touch. Now in terms of audio quality, he actually and Sebastian is uh is a, is an audio guy. He's a snob. Yeah. Yep. They're 40 mil drivers. Uh they have a lot of bass, maybe a little bit heavy on the bass, but they sound remarkably good for a $69 headset. Uh he you know played some games on them, watched movies. Um, you know, sound effects, dialogue, all that type of stuff is t- is tested through it. Ignored his um, small child screaming at him. Right. Hey, whatever helps. Yeah. At that point. Um, so, you know, he said these are among the best he's, uh, headphones he's heard at the price. Right. So obviously they're not the best headphones he's ever heard. But if you take the $69 price into consideration, uh, that's pretty good. And he said, for the most part, the sound from the G231 is indistinguishable from the G six thirty three headset that he had on hand, uh, which is like a hundred and fifty dollar headset from Logitech. Wow, has a lot of different features, right? Yeah, uh, capabilities. But uh, in probably terms the same of audio drivers quality, or something. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. So I don't know the answer to that. It's a good
2: question because they spend a lot of money on those uh, on those drivers.
0: Yeah, I think they uh, might the materials. Duplicate they, some. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's going to have less electronics and crap in there. But if they, you know. Well, the drivers amortize the the R and D on those across multiple product lines. Then, then yeah, it's it's a positive
0: thing. Agreed. So uh, I spent a little bit of time with these before I sent them to him for review, and they and they seemed pretty good. I yeah. trust his opinion more than mine on those headsets, to be honest. Uh, that's why I sent them to him to do the reviews of. And um, if nothing else, check out that cool. Uh, actually, let me go back. Let me go back a page here. where he bought this cool uh, uh, plastic. Headphone stand for like photos and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. it looks a little bit like Josh's head. A little, a little bit, but no. he he can't
2: stack my head when he's not using it down by all of his case boxes in the basement. I mean, he
0: um, could try. I mean, he could. Yeah, I mean, You yeah, would be wanted for capital murder. Like that. <laughs> eh, you know, win some, you lose some. Um, so that's the only actual review that we had this week. But we do. I did uh, think it would be. Interesting to talk about uh, one of the news topics and a couple of giveaways before we get to our ad break. Uh, one here is I did a short little bit of testing on DirectX 12 multi So This is the only thing I've been able to do since you know kind of planning and starting this whole move idea. Um, Deus Ex Mankind Divided came out, what was that, like a month ago, a couple months ago now, um, but they released a DX12 patch for it, but... You had to like go into um, the settings, Data. and select a beta branch, and Steam yeah. Yeah. for it to work. Now they've they've gotten rid of that. dx 12 is now part of the mainland uh, mainline patch, mainline build, uh, and also they integrated um, early support for multi GPU. Now this isn't SLI; it's not CrossFire. It is you know implicit adapter multi GPU. No wait, which one is it? Implicit or explicit? I thought it was ex- explicit, yeah yeah, so dx twelve is you know the game is knows about each GPU uh, and it 's handling it in an interesting way, so I hooked it up to a normal test bed and you know the r x 480 is the one that everybody wants you know that's that 's the new AMD card, so we took the competitive uh, ten sixty uh, and noticed that like it doesn't it, it scales really well on AMD yeah. going from one to two r x40s but doesn 't scale at all at ten sixty now it 's worth noting that that is not a, that is not because like oh the GTX 1060 doesn't support SLI, uh, doesn't have an SLI bridge. This would not be using SLI anyway because it's a DX12 title. It's using right. the where it just sees two GPUs.
1: Is the game not coded for? No, the I, game is coded for that.
0: It's it's going
2: to be the driver support. Right. If correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but nope. yeah, it, it sees it as two GPUs and in software it then balances out. The load and, right. and do some really interesting things in theory. Uh, I had heard
0: from, the ex- I'd heard from an external source that the NVIDIA driver actually is doing it on purpose.
1: Like, it's like forcing
0: implicit or something? It, it's, well, it's like forcing a, a weight loop almost on it type of thing. Like, Why? Um, maybe they haven't done their debugging to the oh. point where they're happy with it yet type of thing. So
1: just make it not work.
0: So make it not work until we know that they're comfortable with it, I guess. Okay. Um, But it it does work today on, on AMD's RX 480. I didn't test other hardware, but there's no reason it shouldn't work on like the Fury titles or the Fury games and stuff. And if you look at this graph uh, that looks at frame times, like it doesn't, you know, impact your, your frame times or your
2: spikes, but it otherwise that's a fairly solid
0: line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you've got a handful of spikes, but there's a couple in the green there. Uh, And keep in mind that this data is gathered through PresentMon. Not through our uh, capture stuff. The capture stuff had already been torn down uh, when we were doing this test. So the, there's a little bit of a, a story on that in and in a video on it. But it's interesting because um, there's AMD has been talking about multi GPU for DirectX 12 for a while. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, when Raja was here, you know, the 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 the, the VP at at Radio Technologies Group was here. He talked about multi-GPU being very important to them for the future. And When, when we had NVIDIA on, they talked about, you know, it's going to be a wait-and-see type of thing. It's going to be – it's very different. We're, we don't know how it's all going to come together. And you can kind of see with this uh, – what's another one? I think Civ 6 and um, the uh, Sirius Sam VR – kind of like early access thing that they're working on. Those, I think all three of those support DX12 multi-GPU and it works on Radeon parts, but it doesn't work on GeForce parts. So I don't think that's like the long-term thing. I don't think NVIDIA is just going to not support it. Um, yeah. But it does, you know, you have to give credit to AMD when they when they deserve it, right? Like they they have either they've put in the work to make this and enable it for consumers today. You don't have to wait for it, right? And um if you watch the video, we actually have a 25 by 14 result as opposed to just 1080p. And you know, you you basically go from like 35 frames per second to 70 frames per second, almost 100% scaling uh which makes it, you know, a 30 frames experience to a 70 60 70 frames per second experience and it's still a consistent frame time. So, you know, that's like Fundamentally changing how you can play the game if you have a 25 by 14 monitor. So there are still benefits to multi GPU. Obviously, it's more complicated, but game, some de- game developers are, are taking the time uh, to do it. Um, you know, it, it, okay, yeah. I, I've got to interject this. It
2: almost seems like with Microsoft pulling multi GPU back into DirectX, it's almost like kind of the birth, well, the Like, going back to 2003, when we started to see multiple core CPUs start hitting and the software environment starting to take advantage of that. Do you see what I'm kind of going at here? Not really. Okay, we're taking away the hardware limitations, Mm -hmm. and the software is looking at the entire system and saying, I can utilize these resources in a way that will increase performance because like with dual processors, you needed to have compiler support. You needed to have application support, things to take advantage of this. Now it's, it's different in ways because we've had multi-GPU for a long time, but that again has been really dependent on the driver, the implementation. So think back of Fury Max when uh, ATI, you know, before there was really multi-GPU in an effective way, they kind of program this from from scratch but now we're we're doing a more generalized programming mm-hmm. that is more accessible to software um, and again it's it's more software controlled that they can actually utilize these things potentially more yeah. effectively potentially. and without driver patches that you know maybe 2 years in the future you don't need to have necessarily a, a new driver that will enable multi GPU on certain titles because yeah. they'll actually be using DirectX for that kind of functionality.
0: Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see that. That would be um, an ideal and fantastical world. Um, <laughs> and I live
2: in an ideal, and fantastical <laughs> world.
0: I'd like to see that. I think. I think uh, later this week I might um, take a look at the the Serious Sam VR thing and just see how it scales as well. I actually. Need to hook all my VR stuff back up again, anyway. So it's a good opportunity uh, to utilize it. So uh, we will we'll do that. Um, before we get into our ad break here, let's take a. We do we have a couple of contests to talk about. MSI is turning 30 years old, apparently. Um, which is younger? I didn't than know they were
2: yet. born the same day I was, the same year I was. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they might have been
3: in advance of you.
0: Younger than I am. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, but they're doing 30 giveaways over 30 days from November 1st and November 30th. Uh, Scott has a post up on here. Jeremy, did they list anything that they're giving away? Is there, is there a list of each thing or do you have to go every day?
3: Oh, no. You can see the entire list, which sort of rotates between uh, 1050 Ti's, uh, GTX 1070s and 1080s, a couple of 1060s tossed in, here we go. Uh, a 480 for change every once in a while. Bunch of X99 motherboards, Z170 motherboards, uh, MSI gear, uh, their, their little accessories uh, line. And it accumulates with the unique G-Frost GTX 1080 <laughs> 30 Anniversary Edition.
0: <laughs> oh, what One oops. of a kind. One of a kind. Clearly. I mean, in the last days, they're giving away a GS73VR laptop. uh Ooh. The MSI GS uh, gaming system, and then the Geforce, Geforce. Now, if that's if that's what Nvidia's next branded, uh, those parts are the best,
3: are.
1: Those are the best GPUs. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll be.
2: We're
3: not swapping the numbers anymore. We're swapping the letters. <laughs> yeah.
2: what, what what is their their silver thing that they maybe didn't announce
1: but leaked? Did you
2: see that? Silver, no, I, d- I didn't.
1: Silver thing. Quicksilver, or- from who? MSI, MSI?
0: I don't know. Look it up while we're talking in the ad break or whatever, and then we can we can discuss. Because I I did not see it. I did not see it. Uh, AMD is also doing a giveaway. Um, Jeremy, what is this one about? It's it's a uh, a social media network for PC gamers. Whatever that is, the the first
3: ever, apparently. Sure, why not? Um, Because yeah, you know.
0: But
1: gamers never talk about stuff the, on
3: social media. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, it's it's never happened before. But it's G Tribe is what they're calling their social media network, and so it's AMD Gaming, Logitech, XFX, Gigabyte, Seasonic, HyperX, Seagate, Swift Tech, CyberPower PC, and Kinguin—the the place where you buy those
0: where I bought my Windows legitimate
3: yeah uh, Steam keys. <sighs> Uh, On the other hand, I'm pretty sure that the BF1s that you can win are are going to be legitimate. So you get 10 uh, chances just to pick a Battlefield 1 code. But there's four grand prize winners that get uh, a cyber power PC. And, you know, uh, and they don't really tell you too much about it. But
0: Mm -hmm. you you sort of look at the the picture
3: and you you get an idea that this is not an awful thing.
0: Uh, AMD FX 8370, RX 480, uh, 8 gigs of RAM. There uh, it is. Uh, gigabyte 990 FX motherboard, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Looks like you get a 240 gig SSD, a 2 terabyte Seagate uh, hard drive, Seagate uh, Seasonic Prime power supply. So, yeah, and obviously a bunch of Logitech gear. And it has an optical drive. Of, of course it does. Of course it does. An LG 14X internal Blu-ray burner, as you do. That's,
3: that's so either join the Twitters or the uh, Facebooks to get your chance to win.
0: Fair enough. So there you go. Two two contests for you to uh, uh, to to deal with or to have access to. Uh, while uh, while we didn't post up any reviews really over the week, I'm sure this next week will be much more productive. Right, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Right, everybody. All right. Uh, let's take a quick second here to thank today's. Podcast sponsor, just like last week, we've got uh, our our shaving partner, as I like to call them. I always like to have shaving partners, right, Josh? Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, this episode of this very show is brought to you by Harry's. Uh, Harry's was started by two guys, none of neither of which named Harry, uh, Jeff and Andy, who were fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they decided to start their own razor brand to give guys everywhere what they deserve. A great shave at a fair price. They're not going to try to rip you off. Uh, or and since they ship you the razors, you don't have to like go find the fifteen-year-old clerk at Walgreens to
1: unlock the, thing unlock for the
0: plastic case for razors, uh, which is which is a nice addition there. Um, they bought a factory with over a hundred years of blade making experience, so they could make their own high-quality razors, sell them online, ship them directly. For half the uh, price of the leading brands, which is good. Uh, Harry razors. Harry's razors include everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Uh, Allen, if you would show them in this box right here, oh, this, yes, this very nice. device. Uh, you have five German-engineered blades, and if I know anything about the Germans,
1: they know how to make blades. They know how
0: to make sharp <laughs> objects, right? And pass like, tests. Yes, in that. Yes, uh, there is a lubricating strip. Josh, big fan of lubrication.
1: Yeah, on his you know razors.
2: You're, you're the one from Kentucky, uh, sure
1: What's that got to do with anything? Well, yeah. it's, it's because his his
2: favorite spread is it's the K, K- Y jelly. jelly. Oh, jelly. He yeah. likes the jelly. Uh,
0: there's a Just, flex hinge for a comfortable glide. There's a trimmer this. blade for hard to reach places. That's on the back of the blade. Look at how easy
1: that pops off. Yeah, so. it does come
0: it does, it does yeah. kind off pretty easy. Right. Uh, it's a weighted ergonomic handle. They have several different options. Uh, the one we have here is kind of a, a, a rubbery texture to it for better grip. If you happen to shave good. in the shower or something like that. All this, you don't
2: want that lube strip to be infringing upon your grip. Correct,
0: correct. All this for $2 a blade compared to $4 or more you'll pay at the drugstore. That's $16 you save every time you buy an eight-pack of blades plus additional savings when you subscribe to Harry's Shave Plan. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their popular free trial set, which we have here, I believe, which comes with a razor, a five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. Free when you sign up for a shave plan. Just pay shipping. Plus, there's a special offer for fans of our show, or even if you're not a fan, if you're just listening to it, you happen to be, uh, if you enter code PCPER at checkout uh, to get a post-shave balm added to your order for free. All right. Post Shave Balm. Go to harrys.com, h a r r y s.com right now. Enter the code PC per checkout, claim your free trial set and post shave balm. dot harrys.com, code PC per. We thank them for their support of uh this train wreck of a show uh, called <laughs> PC Perspective. So, uh it was also kind of a a, a lighter week in terms of news items. We're going to talk about a handful of them starting with this Qualcomm Buys NXP in what I believe is the largest technology purchase ever. What do they do? What NXP is- semiconductors. Um, I mean, as Jeremy wrote here, they supply chips which handle keyless entry, entertainment systems, RF comms, and even USB chargers, cars. Okay. That type of stuff. That's so car stuff. What, what was the amount what, for this? Um,
3: $47 billion. Dollars. Yeah. 40,
0: with a B? With a B. Wow. With Dep- e. So, NXP is a large company, as you might imagine. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, this is this is interesting because Qualcomm is already kind of a big player in SoC. But, Josh, why would they feel the need to buy a company like this to get into areas where you thought maybe they would be able to make inroads on, on their own? Is it like, hey, this car thing is happening really quick, and we need to make sure we're in on it?
2: Sure. You know what? Okay. <laughs> Any kind of, of, of startup is going to essentially cost billions of dollars when it comes to ASICs and the advanced functionality that they see in so many different areas. It's, yeah. it's not like 1993. We can get five guys in a garage, start laying stuff out, you know, uh, uh, get some relatively inexpensive software, and make a, a million gate... Uh, chip and be able to sell that on the market. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. It's it's you've got so much competition from all the other traditional automotive electronics guys, um, the avionics guys who've been doing this and, and kind of selling it off the side as well. Uh, you know, like the Lockheed Martins and and whatnot. And then you've got Nvidia, who's invested a ton of money into this area. And I mean, you just if you want to catch up, you gotta look around and you gotta pick companies up that yeah. may not be doing well, but have garnered and gained a lot of experience in this area that you can hopefully integrate into your company, get some of their products, get them into shape, uh, use the capital that you have as a larger company, and to be able to have a effective and competitive product in a relatively short period of time. Right. Rather than hiring 15 people and then hiring another 100 people around them and then hiring another 500 people and just, yeah, that Is, takes years and years versus I'm going to just spend a couple billion dollars and get going right away. Or
0: 47. And how much? 47.
2: Yeah. yeah. it's a lot of money.
0: like I, I think Jeremy points out in here that, like... It, it's possible that Qualcomm sees okay. There's maybe maybe the, the the mobile phone market isn't shrinking as much as it is. Like competition has picked up tremendously in there from you know, your Rock chips and your techs and, and the like. Um, this,
3: you could even say you're Apple's at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, definitely. They, they've had a very shockingly poor quarter but for anyone at Apple, anyways.
0: Well, yeah. Um, so it, it's possible that them kind of buying this buying NXP is kind of okay. We want to be in all these fields. And if you look at this diagram on this post that Jeremy made, like these are all areas that NXP was in and automotive products, right? Yeah, Secure well, well car, for $47 access.
2: billion, dollars, they've got their fingers in a lot of pies. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. And Qualcomm, uh, for the last couple of years, we've been seeing them do stuff with Kunix, Uh which, forget about the BlackBerry side of it, is the de facto OS for most car bits. Right, uh, especially on Ford's and a couple of other manufacturers, that's the operating system they're based off of. It happily runs on Qualcomm and Snapdragon. It will easily run on Arm, and that is mostly uh, what these guys are doing. Uh, NXP, right? They, they're just Arm licensed because, well, hey, if you're working at that low power, you, you license Arms. Who else would you go to? So it, it's. It's an interesting step, and it's just sort of a merger of a bunch of different players in this field, including one of the largest for mobile devices, one of the largest for mobile vehicles. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of this. Uh, It's it's a lot of money. (laughs) Somebody's going to have to show some some
0: profit off this. It really is. Um, There was a lot of stuff happening in the world of GPUs for NVIDIA that wasn't great over the last week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh starting with this this interesting thing on GTX 1070s. Um <laughs> uh GTX 1070s uh, are getting apparently some of them are getting VBIOS updates because of memory chip changes. Micron. So, uh all the first 1070s 1080s shipped with Samsung memory, right? Uh I'm sorry, we're talking about just the 1070s here, because the 1070s have uh, GDDR5, the 1080s have G5X, right? Okay. Is that right? Yeah. You're correct. So, uh, apparently, at some point, some of these vendors, some of these add-in card vendors are switching to Micron G5 modules. Which should work. Uh, But they are apparently much more finicky. um, Temperature? Clock speeds. and and temperature overclocking memory and voltage and
2: voltage like
0: under volts things and bad things happen now as 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 far as i know is this not this isn't something that affects you if you're running your card at stock speeds i assume right correct okay this is just like hey i was you know this card things a little bit more
2: and uh you know it goes into this not a weight state, but a lower power state, but the clock speed is still up and it right. causes issues.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So it uh, looks like digital trends lists EVGA, game and palette, uh, but it looks like ASUS, um, Gigabyte MSI are still MIA in terms of like releasing updates for this. I don't, you know, I guess if, if you can just get a VBIOS and fix it, that's good. Um, but interesting that like just switching a, a memory vendor will... Uh, We'll do that. I don't know. I, I I had some people email me about this, and I was like, I haven't had any 1070s sent to me basically since launch. Yeah. So I don't have any that have micron memory on them. Um, and kind of buy if I just buy two or three at Newegg or something like that, it's just going to be luck of the draw what you get at that point. Um, but uh, it looks like they're they're addressing it. What I think maybe is a potentially significantly more drastic problem or. Uh, um, could be, I guess, is this issue with EVGA and the overheating VRMs? Um, There's nothing more fun than exploding VRMs. Yeah, so, I, you know, there was like a video that went around of like a GTX 1080 catching on fire, apparently. Um, oh, so
1: that's the temperature one. The micron one was the uh, chip speed doesn't change quick enough. Correct. All right. This yeah, is. From stability to. Whoosh! Now we're just melting.
0: To shit on fire, yo! Yes. Yeah, yeah. So whoosh. So this is this is something that apparently EVGA. This is EVGA specific because of the way they designed their cooler. Um, uh,
3: it's and it's ACX 3.0 specific as well
0: because they, the the heatsink doesn't cover the VRMs. And, That's weird. Uh, at least from what uh, no, it
3: is, like Jacob heat- sent us mm-hmm. a. A lot of the time it focuses on GPU temp, the fan. Right. So if the GPU isn't ridiculously hot, uh, and sometimes in Fermark, for instance, it's not hot as hot as the memory is or the VRMs are. Mm -hmm. And so the fan's spinning about 30%, 35% because I I believe that part of that ACX is about acoustic quietness. Sure. So it stays at 30% or so, not really blowing much air across the rest of the... uh, uh, S, the service-mounted stuff on that card, and therefore, I, I believe as they put it, because I, I really like did like this phrase when I quoted it. Um, uh, j- the, the thermal temperature of the PMWM and memory was just marginally within spec,
1: just short of bursting into flames. <laughs>
0: Or just <laughs> failure, right? Like, that is kind of what that means. It's really
1: weird to see, like, it, I mean, I've done a lot of GPU water clocking, or, water clocking, water cooling and overclocking. And, like, every cooler I've ever come across, be it a water block or the stock cooler I take off, mm-hmm. has always had thermal pads to the VRMs mm-hmm. and had they surfing and had to contact They didn't do it this time they for didn't do some it. reason. It's like, I don't know, like, well, who thinks to, like, there's already a heatsink going over that stuff, usually. Like, the, Usually, it's just yes. a huge plate. It's there going was, over everything. I don't know
0: where I saw the uh, picture at. It's not in this post, uh, but there is a uh, there's like a side by side of like, here's ACX 2.0, here's ACX 3.0, where they, they did have this before. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they didn't do it. So their fix is apparently to increase the fan speed curve yeah. a little bit so that it cools down the VRMs. But it's still a running better. super hot. Well, the fan will be cooling the uh, VRMs. Oh, sure, but so it won't run as hot, right? Yeah. Now it'll
3: be know. louder, but it'll be at sixty percent, seventy percent. It'll so still the, it's going to keep things down.
1: I would like to know how much louder. Like the, the, the VRMs are still going to the VRMs are still going to run much hotter than they would have with heatsink. And, and you contact.
0: can so the the VBIOS yes. will fix the fan curve, but they're also Jeremy me if I'm wrong. They will send people free the thermal pads.
3: Yes, they they've got a thermal pad kit that uh, you oh, sign so, up. So they, they just didn't register put, for EBGA. They'll they just, ship you these thermal pads that should have been on there in the first place. Is that
1: the issue? The heatsink is actually like it's not like they re-engineered it and there's just a hole over the VRMs. There's like no. No, it's just not metal. touching the VRMs. They, they just didn't have a thermal and,
2: pad that will at least take a couple of degrees
3: off. And not make it catch on fire.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure it'll take more than a couple of degrees yeah. off if it's a.
3: Yeah. And in theory, that's going to reduce a little bit of the power draw, which make will make the VRMs on the back of the board happier. Right. I mean, they, th- they also offer a different solution because uh, we did get the, the the actual response from them today. Mm-hmm. Uh, RMA your card. Uh, the post that I put up today mm-hmm. uh, lists the exact model numbers, but more or less, if you've got. A Pascal-based EVGA card that's using uh, ACX 3.0. You're not comfortable with flashing your VRAM, or hey, sorry, your VBIOS. You're not comfortable with putting on uh, these heat pads, or frankly, you just want to get rid of the damn thing and get a new one because you don't know how much damage has been done to it at this point. Yep. Although with VRMs, it's 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 binary. It's either dead or it's fine. They will do a crossover RMA. So you sign in. Uh, and that there is a guest login, which I link to, as well as a member login. So even if you're just first EVGA you've ever bought, and you just want to replace your card, sign in as a guest, give them the serial number, they will ship you one. When you get it and prove that it works, you ship the other one back, no charge to you. So I mean, it shouldn't happen, but at least they're being good about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's you gotta you gotta wonder how like you've been making these coolers for so long. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you oh, found a, a way to cool. shave three
0: cents off of every cooler. Uh, paint. Yeah. And, and, and then like not the to PM cool the didn't thing say that's... like, well, how'd you do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it sucks. Uh, and you know, I feel for anybody whose car died, EVGA is, is, is a pretty good company in terms of support. So I have no doubt that they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, if, I, I love the idea that like, Hey, even if nothing's happened to your card and you're not comfortable with it, you can send it back. Yeah. It is defective. They should swap
1: it out. Yeah. I mean, Simple as it's that.
0: not, I don't know if it's technically yeah. defective. It's defective, uh, and, right? Well, it, it's not like overheating and catching on fire.
1: If it's running them hot enough to where they're failing uh, on people,
0: I would like to see the. I haven't watched the video of the VRM that catches on fire or whatever, but like, to they're, they're doing uh, it on purpose at that point. It right? was
3: already no, it was already bust. He came home to a dead system. Oh, um, oh it was already. failed. if you look at the video, it. he's already pl- unplugged the PCIe connectors. The problem is the VRM <laughs> is dead and. Just the the power draw coming through the PCIe slot gotcha. is enough to take make, that make it dead smoke. EWM and poof, yeah, away she goes. So the chances of it actually bursting into flames marginal, but the chances of the card dying well far higher from zero than we'd like. Yes, correct. And yeah, just because I saw a couple of comments go by. If you RMA it, it has the pads and the new uh, VBIOS VB- installed in it.
0: I Yeah, I would certainly hope so. If yeah, you buy anything
3: <laughs> shipped after today, it has the new VBIOS. Yeah, BIOS I think they said actually, anything shipped at,
0: after November 1st. Was yeah, or sorry,
3: VB- anything yeah. after yesterday. Yeah. Not necessarily anything you buy. So Yeah. double-check the model numbers before you pick one up. But going forward, the problem will be solved.
0: Agreed. All right, well... We'll keep an eye on it and see how and that And hopefully happens.
3: get one in to see how loud it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can set it on fire.
0: Or just, I just update a BIOS, right? And I'll know. So, uh, all right. Uh, on the other side of the table, PowerColor, a traditional AMD board partner, apparently built a laptop dock, right? Um, you can
2: say that fast.
0: Laptop, that's, that's a laptop dock? Laptop dock? That's uh, a laptop dock. And what laptop is the connection? This is Thunderbolt 3... Um oh, and why okay. would
3: your dock have a Thunderbolt 3 connection? Is it maybe because of the PCIe lanes? Yeah, sure. That might give you the chance to install a desktop GPU.
0: Yes,
1: correct. Into your dock? Mm. Oh yeah, I
0: guess I didn't cl- I didn't clarify that this was a external GPU laptop dock. I okay. just said laptop Aye. dock. Okay. Yeah, correct.
1: Makes a little more sense now.
0: So now you know why it looks like this. Uh they tested it with an RX 480 in it, I guess. Uh, and what other features does it have on here? Obviously, if you're going to run Thunderbolt 2, you might as well have other stuff as well.
3: Uh, umpteen billion different things, which I will have to quickly jump over to get the list from oh. because I.
0: Well, yeah, the, actually, you have it in, in right underneath a picture in your in your quote. Uh, Extra storage, deny all knowledge. USB peripherals, gigabit LAN connectivity, display output, and charging all through one cable. Three hundred seventy-five bucks for the devil box. Which is what they call it. That's a weird Um, name, but okay. Power color. Well, it's a weird look, too. They have the devil brand of graphics cards all day, so it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Still not great. Um, And they do include a Thunderbolt 3 40 gigabit per second cable. They do indeed. Uh, add in the add in a two hundred dollar GPU and you're about six hundred bucks for this add on though. So three hundred seventy five dollars for a dock that gets you the ability to use a discrete graphics card seems like a little much to me still. Yeah, like I don't know. How
2: long have we been seeing the promise of external <laughs> graphics docks? How long? Uh, quite a bit, a long time. I'm thinking like since nineteen ninety nine.
3: You were dreaming when you said this, weren't you?
0: I mean, you're right. So maybe, I, I feel, you, like, I feel like Thunderbolt is the answer, right? Like Thunderbolt is...
1: Yeah, it's just the chips are expensive.
0: ...is what will actually make it happen. Um, you know, Razer has their kit out. Alienware has their kit out. Uh, the the Razer one does use Thunderbolt. Alienware uses a proprietary connection. Yeah. Um, Intel pushed the Razer dock with their Skull Canyon nook... Right? They're little uh really small yeah. all in one. Um so like if Intel is kind of getting behind it, you get a little bit more potential for it being uh accurate or, or or, you know, adopted, I guess I would say. Not not always the case, you know, Thunderbolt being a perfect example of a technology that Intel created that has not been adopted by everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, I love this idea. I just I just think four hundred bucks for the dock itself is too much.
1: Yeah, it's almost the cost of the highest-end graphics card.
0: If you get that plus a $200 video card, you're at $600. You're you're on the verge of being able to build a computer for that. Yeah. you know. Yeah, but you went with a gaming laptop to begin with. And you've got a Mac Pro. No, you wouldn't go with a gaming laptop for this. That would defeat the purpose, right? The idea is that you just went with a laptop. Like a thinner, lighter laptop that has Thunderbolt, right? I have an HP Spectre in that has Thunderbolt three connection on it. That would be a perfect. How about Spectre was their gaming this. line. No, no, no. Okay, uh, that's something. It's it's not that. I can I can assure you that it's not that. It's definitely not that. Um, so you get like this thin and light kind of ultrabook style, you know, dual core, quad uh, threaded processor. That's a thin and light for you to take around and, and travel, but it docks with a Thunderbolt three connection. Boom, you know, you're go. That's the idea behind this, but I don't know. I guess if you're the type of person that has a, a fairly expensive thin and light machine already, then six hundred bucks for this to be able to play games, you know, you know, four hundred plus whatever video card you want to put in there. Yeah. Um, if I had any confidence that this would be a long-term supported product, like oh, Thunderbolt three is going to be here for a while. You know, laptops are going to have that connection for a while, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I think that's kind of the case. I, I don't know. It what do you know? It's changed. Like, Thunderbolt 1 and 2 use mini display port connections, and Thunderbolt oh. 3 is a different type of connection. And maybe you could just buy a cable, or maybe there would be adapters maybe. for it. Thunderbolt 4 would be
1: totally yeah. different.
0: Yeah, right. It's just it's just one of those things It's just like, eh, I'm not totally bought. Uh, I haven't totally bought in.
1: Thunderbolt 4 is just a PCIe But at 200
0: bucks. <laughs> you might say, I'm willing to take a chance on that investment. But at 400
1: yeah, maybe not. Pretty.
0: Pretty pricey. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cool gaming laptops, though,
2: Jeremy. Hey, one last thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Have you noticed that, you know, we didn't write this up. And we probably should have, but Zotac is releasing an AMD based product.
0: Did okay. you see that? Uh, no. No, I guess not. Gosh, maybe I should dig through and, and see that. We should probably like, post news things on this website
2: we have. Uh, Zotac launches world first AMD. Radeon-powered gaming mini PC for VR. Uh,
0: That's Zotac. Yeah. A traditional NVIDIA, Nvidia partner. partner yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. That's okay. interesting. Wait, didn't we have an AMD-based Zotac mini PC that we gave away at...
1: Uh, QuickCon?
0: QuickCon? Or was that like a 960? No, those were NVIDIA-based. Yeah, that was those Nvidia. nine That was a 960. Uh, I do. I will say as a side note again, Fox sporting events use way too much slow motion video unnecessarily. Like <laughs> slow motion high fives, slow motion smiles as they're walking out of the dugout. Those types of things. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, back to that other gaming laptop, Jeremy. You posted about this. This is the Dell Alienware 13, um, available in a, a ton of different configurations, right? Um, but you know, you get different processors and displays and all that type of stuff but the oled screen option is what really stood out to me but there's a lot to like about this other than maybe the pink the pink trackpad
3: I, I really hope that they photoshopped it in there but i know that they didn't they did
0: not they did not but i will say
3: it, it's is that an it's optional
0: LED color? controllable like the oh. keyboard and all the other lights yeah so you can turn yeah. it off yeah well you can no you can, it, you can make, make it, it another color or you can turn it off so is it
1: clear glass trackpad then is that what the
0: uh i think it's it's plastic just- i assume and it's just it's conducting
1: the light. Yeah. Somehow they
3: don't on, so. say, but it'll be some okay. sort of conductive acrylicy y yeah. thing. I don't
1: know there. that I want a really bright thing right there, like, when I'm trying to look at the screen. Understand. I wouldn't think so, either. Yeah.
3: And, I mean, I know I'm the anti-RGB guy, but it's still, I just, this one, I don't understand.
0: I get it. I get it. So, what, what about the XPS, or what about the uh, Alienware 13 kind of is interesting, though, right? So. Well,
3: uh, you can buy a $250 dock for it, where you can put an external GPU
0: in. It's less than 375
3: That's it, true. It's 250 plus tax. Yep. Uh, but no, the, the fancy thing about this are the two upper-end models, the 1800s uh, and the 2100, which is for it to start. They've got uh, an OLED screen in it, and apparently it is a gorgeous OLED screen.
1: They pretty much all are.
3: I uh, yeah. well the, the the cheaper two models are a TN and an IPS, which you know, fair enough. So what?
1: Do they say what the refresh rate is on the OLED screen? Uh, yes, and it's very quick. I don't mean the response time. I mean the uh, refresh oh, rate. yes, I take that back. I, I
3: believe they give the response time.
1: I would assume it. sixty hertz. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have ex- no. They
3: did say a, a, a G Sync or adaptive sync, but they're both fourteen forty p, which is.
0: I'm under the choice. understanding actually uh, that OLED technology may not be compatible with variable refresh rate technologies. I mean, interesting discussion for us to have another time, but
3: you, you've got to give it coffee so it can keep up. Right is organic
0: after all. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. So you know, it's it's nice to
3: see not just an OLED screen, but also to see one that's 1440p. It's it's not 1080p. It's not 1366. This is nice. Uh, the top end model, uh, has PCIe or sorry, both OLED models have PCIe SSDs as the storage. Sure. Another lovely step to see that this should start to become the baseline for more the more expensive, uh, laptops.
0: I feel like it is.
3: In some cases, not in all. Fair. You know, it's getting there but it, it, it's not quite there. And yeah, sure, throw a 500 uh, gigabyte drive in there, but that's my secondary drive for when I'm too lazy to remember my eSATA drive. Yeah. Uh, both of them are i7-6700HQs, uh, so it's it's going to be powerful. It, it's going to be a wee bit loud, but it's powerful. And they all come with a GTX 1060, mm-hmm. not 1060M, gtx 1060 inside of it
0: right so
3: the external dock uh, as i said hey but in the last one you bought a gaming laptop why plug it into something well alienware they'll let you do it
0: uh biohazard in the chat comments that the base model of this laptop comes with a 1366 by 768 tn display yes that is interesting (laughs) that's that's bad we haven't
3: gotten rid of it yet
0: but it is a. $1, Everyone $1, offers the
3: base laptop. model, which is that awful 1366 TN screen. We've got to get rid of it at some
0: point. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 1200 bucks for the for a, a a base level kind of gaming laptop. That resolution kind of sucks. I hate to, I but you do get the 1060 with it still. Yeah, yeah. You do. So I mean, you have no problem running 1366 by 768
1: resolution at games. 60 hertz. At 60 hertz, that's <laughs> it's for sure. Not a problem. Everything runs at 60 But, you know, hertz. the
0: idea is maybe you hook it up to an external display, you know, that type of yeah. stuff, and you just want something that's a little bit portable. I will say I've seen these laptops uh, in person, the 13, 15, and 17, and they're actually really, really, really nicely built okay. devices. Um, I'm not a, a, a huge fan of all of the kind of modifications, like lighting stuff they did. Like yeah. the trackpad is whatever, but you can turn it off if you don't want to. They have these lights along the edges of the laptop. I don't know if, they, if any of these pictures be it doesn't, see it. Seem to this show, doesn't it really. show the sides of it no they do not have a good one with the but sides. but there's a light down the side of the monitor and then there's a light down the side of the machine okay. and when it's closed it looks cool like when the lid is closed it looks cool even when the lid is open it looks pretty neat um but when you go to plug in something into one of the ports on the side the led light like kind of oh blinds, blinds you. that's you. the one you were talking about yeah. where you couldn't see the ports. you can't see the ports <laughs> yeah and i was like hey guys that's stupid you know and they're like shit <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like i was like oh let me see what ports you have on the side of it i kind of had to like block the led light with my it's hand like, I a little can't bit see like, the and, side you
1: know, of it yeah
0: uh but very nice designs otherwise uh,
1: uh and you can turn the led lighting off i would imagine you so. can yes you can so what do you need sure. to so instead of it lighting up your port so that you could see where you're putting you have to turn yeah. the lights off so that you could see where you're yep. plugging your thing in
0: all right our last
3: you're news. either blinded by the light or wrapped up like a goose. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Our last news item. The Motor Eater in the Height. <laughs> Skyrim special edition. Um I will I will tell you, like, I was kind of excited for this, and now I'm not anymore.
1: <laughs> um, what, was supp- what was it supposed to be so exciting about? It was
0: it? supposed to be like a remastered edition of Skyrim. Yeah. That they released uh on you know, PC.
1: A lot, a lot of my friends that are into gaming stuff, like, there were all sorts of posts talking about, oh, it's, it's coming out, it's coming out, it's out now, and, like, I can't download it yet, or whatever. So, apparently, it's a it's a remastered version of
0: Skyrim, is all it is. Okay. Uh, and the first thing I heard that was negative about it was that, like, uh, on the console version, at least, I don't know if it was in the PC version, like, the audio tracks were lower fidelity than the both. game was originally. Noticeably?
3: What I've heard, that was Both.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. the the person noted it, right? And now, like, there's a patch coming out that will apparently, like, download the higher-res higher audio res music files on your, on your system. So well, that was all, the first thing, because, like, the music of Skyrim is awesome. That's when compressed time, audio,
1: but, which is already... I mean, you know, compression codecs are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And when you crank it down that low, that people are noticing that the fidelity is I lower. Know. I don't know. Yeah. And you then, see
0: what people do to JPEGs?
1: Well, that's true, and too. And in
0: the visual quality, like... This is this. I'm sure people are picking out the most egregious examples, but like from what I've seen, there are very few instances of like positive changes or dramatically positive changes to the quality of the game, Um, especially if you consider how much the aftermarket mod community has been able to do to Skyrim over the last several years. Like, if you look at these screenshots, you know, this is the original up top. This is the opening scene of the game, essentially, uh-huh. right? And this is the special edition down here. I feel like the top one, the stone, looked better. Well, the bottom one looks a little bit washed out. Like, And there's like, there's all yeah. kinds of things that could be going on here. Like, the gamma well, was set wrong. The it's a 360 uh foggy
2: area. Yeah. They've, they've changed the lighting dramatically. So I've I've played two hours of the special edition. Okay, okay. And it does look better, but... Yeah, you're going to be able to pick and choose some areas where they have changed the lighting dramatically. And just like that, you think, oh, this looks washed out and it's crap. Right. But if you're sitting in there and you're looking around, you notice a lot more lighting effects than there were before. Yeah. And so, yeah, you take a screenshot and you're like, that looks like crap. Well, look around and see how things change. I'm not, you know, giving carte blanche to to Bethesda and saying this is the greatest thing ever but after playing a couple hours it's it is a significant improvement in overall quality and one of the things that I noticed is say you know when I had the original Skyrim and I applied all these mods to it and one was you know thicker trees and bushes and undergrowth mm-hmm. well third party characters that followed you around sometimes <laughs> would get stuck and like trees, and shit. Well, and was it was annoying, so you had to too, disable Lydia. those mods to get the characters out of these areas. And uh, that so far hasn't happened that I have seen in, in this one, so... Well, it's because you, you don't have any I, mods I think if anymore. if you applied all these mods before to, to Skyrim, you did it in the proper order with the DX9 32-bit executable, right. you would have A similar, if not a little bit better, experience. But this one works out of the box. It's 64-bit. You can then add further mods to it here in the future once people start developing them. So if you really love Skyrim, and if you're kind of like me and you've only spent like six or eight hours on the original Skyrim... Wait, really? That's a nice thing. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I, I've hardly ever played it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you've never played it before, that seems great. Like, if I already own it, you have to buy it again, though, right? Well, if, if you, you bought every single of the... bit of
3: DLC available, it's yours for free.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, I got mine for free.
3: Yeah, otherwise, it's 40 bucks, hmm. 50 bucks up here in Canada. Lord, $50. Bucks. And I, I agree with Josh in that it's a nice new platform to build off of. Right, because like even the official high resolution texture mod that they put out, like that Bethesda put out, does make it look as on the PC about as good as it does on what I've heard about this new special edition. Right. It, it's sort of already wrapped in, and the lighting effects have gone up, but all of your mods are dead. Any save games you had with mods, but, well, you're you're starting over from scratch again. So it's. Is the modding community willing to sort of start from scratch or go back to an old project they've already tossed out to make it work again on this? Because with 64-bit addressing, once you've added that 130-second mod, it might not crash every time your left eye blinks. Which is
0: kind of a good thing. (laughs) That'd be a plus.
3: So We'll see. Uh, Early days and, oh, the other thing, if when you first started Skyrim and you love those bugs, like when your FPS went above 60 hertz and the horse sort of
0: took off yeah it's all back again those all those still exist it's all no it's all back again <laughs> nice nice so we'll see all right everybody that is it for our new stuff let's get to our picks of the week a quick update here it looks like we have a tie ball game everybody six to six Yep. there was a two-run homer that occurred uh hope nobody dvr this and they're waiting for tomorrow night To watch it, but no.
3: Yes, I'm sure they'll be able to avoid the spoilers tomorrow. All
0: right, so here we go. Uh, My pick is – I just found this today. This is a thing called Bloxels, um, and it is a thing for kids that essentially you build a character using physical – let me go back here. You build a character with like a physical play set, right, and then you scan it with a tablet app, Right, uses the camera and it scans it into a game, and then you can use the same blocks um, to build a level as well. Huh. And then you take a picture of it and scan it, and it puts it into uh, the game. Right. So I'm trying you, to find you, out. You, yeah. You, so here's
2: you. You scanned a dildo, and the no. pink wall dungeon,
0: didn't you? No. 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 So it's like. So here's here's what it is. It's it, it looks like because you, you basically are building pixel art in this thing, right? And then you use the camera to capture it, right? So there's like your first room of the level, right? So there's it looks like there's water and then lava. Like different colors represent different things. Sure. Uh, and then you you know you dump it out. You build the next thing, um, and you can even uh, like let's see where's it? Yeah, he builds a character right there. And then you again use a tablet. You scan it, and puts it into the into the game, and now you play as that character on the levels that you created. Huh? Um, it's pretty cool. Obviously, this is something you know that's beyond where my kid would be able to use it yet. Um, but it's a neat idea. It kind of like teaches level design, teaches uh, uh, some interesting some interesting things around that. Um, it's called Bloxels. B L O X E L S um and let's
1: see where is our price on here this is an interesting idea to get you know, 2.99 get the pixel art Thank into the you. game just by it's like a light bright but you can scan it
0: proceed to the Bloxels store so uh a classroom 10 pack is 450 that scared me for a little 50 while. bucks 50 bucks yeah bloxel's video game builder kit 50 dollars so I, that's a kind of a pretty – that's a cool thing. Good Christmas gift idea if you're looking for something for a, a kid around, a, you know, the appropriate ages for that and – yeah. See what you got. Uh, who is next?
1: Should be the Jeremy. Jeremy.
0: What do you got? King Jeremy, the
3: wicked. Not much. It, it's It's been a week. But if you need cheap old storage up here in Canada – it's it's not a bad deal. Two eighty for the five gig Western Digital Black five terabyte. It's it's not
0: so bad. The five TBs.
3: It, it it is five
1: whole TBs for two eighty Canadian.
0: Yeah.
3: What's that uh, work out to in
1: US? Is it one to one still?
3: Oh okay. no! It's
1: been a long time since that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Although, uh, say, like and, uh, U.S., you can get like the six terabyte for like three hundred. Yeah. So. so yeah, uh, the six terabyte is sale. not
3: on sale. Uh, the five terabyte is. The five terabyte, in fact, costs you less than a couple of a pair of two terabytes that I looked at. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. And it beats trying to find an extra couple of SATA ports. It's just boom, one or one E SATA. You're done. Yeah, you're happy.
0: Yeah. All right, Josh. Anything interesting? Eight? Yeah.
3: No. Cool. Moving on then.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> oh. I like toothpicks. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You can pick them up for two ninety nine for like a five hundred pack. Okay. You just have to grasp the toothpick gently in between your thumb and forefinger. Insert in between teeth.
0: I mean, really, you could gently. use any finger. It doesn't have to be your forefinger.
2: How many times do you grab things like this? More. Don't ask. Don't answer. More that often question. than no. you yeah. might think. So anyhow, what do you week, really got? Uh, in my How many toothpicks
3: dog, fit on this thing? A lot.
2: You could you could do a lot of toothpicks on my pig. So what do we um, got? Anyway, <clears throat> elite screens. They make some pretty solid products for not a whole lot of money. So with the Sable Border, it's a hundred inch. It's got a good screen to it. I put this dang thing together for my work. The thing's massive. Only hundred ninety nine. If you got a nice short throw projector like we had reviewed Mm -hmm, last mm -hmm. week this is a fantastic thing i think in fact sebastian got something very similar to this and his wife was was very happy until she discovered the cost of the projector right yes but if you're going to do projection in a room that is not going to have a lot of side lighting this is a nice bright screen it's easy to put together. It's massive. And you're going to be happy with it for a long, long time. All okay. right. There you go. And, what uh, is the
1: brightness on it? I have no idea. The brightness depends on the projector.
3: Projector. projector.
2: <laughs> or sorry, the
1: gain.
3: Brightness. 1.1 <laughs> gain. Oh,
1: was the gain. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. Sorry, not the brightness, the gain.
1: All right, <sighs> Alan, finish it up. So, uh... There's a lot of different kinds of earbuds, turns out, that use this connector called MMCX. That's like a little quick disconnect. It looks like a little mini coaxial snap-in kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and, oh, darn, they're, I guess they're sold out, so the price isn't listed right now. But um, mm-hmm. this thing was like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like a Bluetooth cord that just is the thing that connects the left and right earbuds, and it's super lightweight. And it just, you know... It's-
0: so it converts your earbuds into wireless... Yeah, convert them into
1: Bluetooth wireless, and there have been cords like this made by some of the higher-end companies, like I uh, think who is it? Westone or something. Is that the name of one of them? Yeah, that makes it. But that that their cable is like two hundred bucks or something for the same functions that this one is for thirty bucks. Okay. Um, the only thing I noticed is that if your earbuds are like super super sensitive. Like when this is on, there's like a really slight, really low-level background noise, just like you know, interference noise, just from the thing running.
3: Right. I guess. Oh, like my connection.
1: Uh, basically, yeah. It's kind of like no. It's actually much better than than Jeremy's connection. <laughs> um, but as far as like the sound quality and everything, it's like you know, it's good. Right. Um, you know, definitely passable. Um, and for, and heck, for thirty bucks for making your that's that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. You know, actually it just yeah. it just makes the earbuds into wireless earbuds you know and uh lasted me like soliciting like mowing my lawn and stuff took lasted like three hours or so okay just continuous use it's um, from a
0: company named poyatu yeah it's really it's, poyatu. it's
1: i mean they're kind of hard to come by apparently like there were only a few left in stock when i ordered them Number one new release in stage and studio patch cables yeah I don't know what that means exactly. But. Uh you might want to So what are you using these for? Just when I don't want to have a cord connected to my to my earbuds, like doing yard work okay. and stuff. You know. Just makes it a little bit easier. Don't have to worry about snagging the, the cord coming out of my pocket onto like, you know, power tools. For the lawn. Right. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. But those tend to be sore on the ears, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it yeah, kind of tries to rip your ear, Especially with the cords for the, the shores. Because they wrap over your ear and then down the back. So when something does yank on it, it tries to like rip your ear off. Mm, that's, S- not so it's, yeah, it's that's not great. Yeah, it's not the great. best. Mm. Anyway. All
0: right. Uh, that's the Poy- Poyatu MMCX Bluetooth cable.
1: Yep. All right. I hope at least more stuff like this comes out. Mm. Uh, that's you know similar price because prior to that the only solution was that other one that was like a couple hundred bucks yes yeah, so that was great yeah
0: all right uh that is going to do it for our first podcast in the new church studio which obviously changes it nice? uh it turns out it's, Did it's you like it? it's literally the exact same thing from the other place yeah Damn Damn the light's oh, a little light bit further sucks,
2: away get on that
0: I, I think it's okay we just need to we just need to tweak things here and there i we got lights pointing the wrong places, cables hanging down in all kinds of spots. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, again, pcpro.com slash podcast is the URL you can find, all the back episodes, uh show notes, links to all the stories we talked about, uh, videos, audio, files, all that type of stuff uh, will be included there. You can find links to you know our subscription page or our YouTube page or whatever it else. Uh, It is you're looking for. So we want to thank everybody for hanging out, and we will be back next week with another episode of the PC Perspective Podcast. I'm Ryan Schrault. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom.
2: This really wasn't a short podcast, and I'm Josh Walbert.
1: I'm Alan Malmantano.
0: Bye. If you enjoyed this content, consider supporting in-depth technical content by contributing at patreon.com slash pcper.